Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and this is the Rick Tittle Podcast on the 8th Side Network. Join me as I get busy with the biggest names in sports and entertainment. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You remember the guess who? These Eyes and American Woman and so many other hits. They are one of the great rock and roll bands of all time. They were formed in the 60s, and they're still going. They have a new studio album coming up called Plein d'Amour. And uh, the big single on that is called Headline. And joining us, still rocking and rolling at his age, Gary Peterson, the drummer of the Guess Who. Gary, is, when you got started as a kid, did you, did you think you would still have this going on so long? Well, I actually started playing in 1949 when I was four years old. Wow. Which was way before the Guess Who, but no, in answer to your question... Um, 72 years later, I did not project that far into the future, <laughs> but I'm very fortunate to, to have, you know, lived through all the history of the band and now been given the opportunity to, to create some more new music, um, to add to that legacy. Tell us about the new album, because, you know, a lot of times bands, like anything in life, they're fluid, they can change, they can grow, they can evolve, but sometimes, you know, that same sort of guess-who sound stays with it. So how how is the new album? Well, you know, first of all, I have to compliment you on your pronunciation. Uh, of all the interviews I've been doing, you're the only one that's pronounced the album Plan the Moor correctly, so <laughs> that's great for you. But, uh, you know, um, I've got the same feeling right now as I had when we first started putting together the band and doing our very first albums. 
it, it seems to be it took a long time to get this group of musicians together, uh, talent-wise and, and personality-wise, and it just seems like it's, for me, it's a deja vu situation. It's, it's recycling in the same way that it did before. I'm not saying we may have the same uh, uh, success, but the feeling of doing it is the same for me, and I never thought at my age, which I'm now 78 and still on the road, I, I didn't think I would be doing this. <laughs> when you go back, I mean, it, it's interesting how we think about Motown and L.A., even here in San Francisco, New York, places where, you know, London, hotbeds of music, Winnipeg, Manitoba, and thinking about getting this band together and, uh, of course, the great Randy Bachman was was in that at the at the very beginning before he left to go into uh, BTO. But um, what was going on in Winnipeg in those days? Well, so let me ask you a question. You you just laid out where it's from. What are the what are the odds of that happening? I know. <laughs> I know it's crazy. However, Winnipeg was a hotbed of of musical. Uh, Activity. I mean, Neil Young used to come and pick up my brother uh, to go and play with him wow. when I was playing with Chad Allen and the Expressions, which became the Guess Who. So there, there was there was a lot of music being played live uh, in Winnipeg, and so maybe that's the answer to why that happened. But who knows? I mean, we were we just kept doing what we were doing. And it, it, we met Jack Richardson, our producer from Toronto, and he took us to New York City to do uh, uh, a recording session at A&R Studios, which was owned by Phil Ramone. And out of that came These Eyes and the uh, We'd Feel Soul album. So, you know, you, you, you just have to keep working, and, and you, you never know where the path is going to lead you. You know, I think about you know, who your influences would be and, and guys like John Bonham and Keith Moon, those were contemporaries of yours. So would it be like, do you take I, it back to, to Buddy Rich or like a Ginger I, Baker? I, do. I met Buddy Rich when I was uh, nine years old Wow. Uh, in Winnipeg. So he signed a snare drum head to me. So yeah, my, my, my musical experience goes back to jazz mm-hmm. and big band way before rock ever came in. Uh, however, then I met Randy Bachman in uh, playing Little League Baseball wow. and in high school, and we, he said, Let, let's play our music of our era. And so I said, I'm in, you know, and that's the way that started. And who knows, who knew that we, again, 60 some odd, I think it's going to be 63 years I've been in this band and doing a new mal- a new album called Plan de Moore, uh I'm one of the most fortunate guys in the world, and I'm still learning to be a good rock drummer, <laughs> like uh, Ringo Starr and, and Charlie Watt and, and all the other great drummers. I'm still trying to learn. American Woman, uh, you guys are Canadian, so was there a little bit of truth behind that? American Woman, stay away from me. Uh, you know, it was a jam on stage, and I think... Um, what what came out that night when we first did that, it was just like we started playing, 
and what came out came out and it developed. Um, I, I think it, it's like any painting or poetry that people write. It's in the eye of the beholder. So what you get out of it is, I, I don't think no one sat down and wrote those lyrics uh, with any kind of thought. They just came out. And every night we would, once the first night we played it, the crowd went wild. <laughs> and we kept it in the show. We said, we have to keep this in the show. And it kind of morphed like the telephone game. <laughs> and um, then we finally went in and recorded it in the studio. I mean, there's no, there's no hidden meaning behind it uh, other than, than there might be comments on what we saw going on around us in the United States at the time. Gotcha. I know you got to run. So one more question for you. Nowadays, no, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm in the seventies. I would buy 45s. That's how I got my singles. But now you got Apple music and Spotify. I know you've already racked up over a hundred thousand streams just to see the music industry from when you started off with like 45s. I mean, with seventies, 78s. Was that it back in the day? And now yeah, it's, it's entirely different. I mean, we, we used, we, we would record an album and, and then we would go on tour to sell that album. Today, you put out an album to get tour dates. It's totally backwards. <laughs> and this new album we're putting out, uh, we've already put out four video singles off the album, and they're up there. Uh, three of them are up on our social media right now that you can view. Uh, the album doesn't even release till July 30th, but we're playing four cuts off the album already on stage. That's half the album. And the album, Plendamore, is going to have eight video singles off of every cut on the album is going to be a video single. So it's, it's, it, we're, we're learning an entirely new way to sell music. It's great stuff. As Gary mentioned, Plendamore is the album. Some great cuts like Headline and Across the Line. The tour Wednesday kicking off at the Kenley Amphitheater in Layton, Utah. You can find out more information online. But uh, once again, the new album Plendamore by the Guess Who. Wow, and what a great pronunciation, my friend. <laughs> Gary Peterson, classic, iconic rock drummer. Thanks for joining us, my man, and have a great tour. Thank you. God bless everybody and all our fans and, and you and your family. Thank you so much. All Rick. right. The pleasure was ours. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we will come on back on Sports Byline. You're listening to the Rick Tittle podcast on the Eight Side Network. Stay tuned for more. Yes, I swear. It's a truth, and I owe it all to you. All right, thank you for that. And, of course, uh, the unmistakable voice of the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, the iconic Bill Medley. And uh, we're quite happy to have him join the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Bill is back out on the road tomorrow at the Rivera Theater, or sorry, the Riviera Theater in uh, Buffalo, and a couple days after that at the Marion Palace in Marion, Ohio, May 7th at the Palace in Canton, 
Ohio, and the uh, list goes on and on. Bill, welcome back to the show. Getting out on the road, are you finding it taxing, or is it like riding a bike? Well, it's riding a bike that's getting tougher to pedal. (laughs) 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 uh, You know, I I tell people, you, you you pay me to travel. You don't pay me to do the show. The traveling is just uh, in the airports are getting a little tougher and tougher, and so uh, it, it's tough, but but it's worth it, man. You know, once you get in front of the audience and the show starts, and uh, it's all worth it. But yeah, it's it, it's it's getting a little tougher out there. No doubt. Now, for you, uh, you have your fans, obviously, but what's it like when you see like? college kids and and the younger ones that are that are new to your music like how heartwarming is that that you're still making new fans well you know it's it's wonderful i mean it, it, it's wonderful when anybody like, likes you but it's it's great uh it's great to do uh you know when kid when kids love it and, and i can understand why kids would love uh you know the beatles and and all that stuff because you know, it's just, uh, it's real relatable music, you know, to what they're going through and this and that. But but, but I love it. I mean, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we were very fortunate in the end of the 80s, uh, our song in Top Gun, then I did the song for Dirty Dancing, and then Unchained Melody was in Ghost. So uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it's wonderful. I mean, it, it really is heartwarming uh, when kids, and a lot of kids will come, and say, well, I said, well, why are you here? <laughs> they say, well, my mom and dad played your music all the time in the house, and we just love it. So that's, it's wonderful. It's great. You think about, you know, you mentioned these iconic movies and these songs that go with them. You've lost that love and feeling was in the first Top Gun, and now that everyone's seen the new Top Gun, they're going back and rewatching it. It's, it's giving you a whole new kick on that song, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's and, and thank God they're doing that. I I was a little disappointed that they somehow some way didn't put it put it in the new one, but uh it's great that people are going back and and watching the first one and uh they hear that song and that song was pretty pretty cool in the movie. So for you when you get out on the road, does it, you know, does it feel like your career was a hundred years ago when you started off in the fifties and sixties, or does it kind of seem like all those memories are, are were just like yesterday? Well, when when we're on the plane or in the airport, it feels like a hundred years ago. <laughs> but uh, but but when but that literally the minute we get on stage, I I feel like I'm twenty five years old. I, it just I don't I don't feel. You know, you do love and feeling or unchained melody, and and the people, the audience just reacts so wonderfully. You know, they uh, they snuggle up and they start holding hands, and you know, uh, and we know that that's why they're coming to the shows to hear those songs because they meant a lot to them uh, in their younger years. And uh, so, yeah, no, I still feel like I'm. Uh, literally 25 years old when I go on stage. I know I don't look at <laughs> Well, I mean, it's hard, the, the the breathing, the voice, it's hard to get all that. I know you 
couple of years ago had a throat cancer scare. I mean, is it? Are, are you amazed that your voice is still holding up after all these years? I'm abs- I'm absolutely amazed. I mean, we we recorded the song "Little Latin Loopy Lou" in 1963, and I can't believe we're still doing it in the show. <laughs> uh, it, uh, but no, I've been blessed, you know. But uh, I started voice lessons. Uh, probably in the in the 70s and that boy saved my life uh you know just learning how to learning how to do it correctly and it doesn't change the sound of your voice it just lets you uh you know just like a an engine for a a car you know you oil it and keep enough oil in it and this and that and it keeps keeps uh keeps on running so uh i have to give my uh my vocal coach is uh, all that credit. Also, you know, when you think about uh, when you're with the, the, the Righteous Brothers and in your solo career, you made friends with so many other performers. And correct me if I'm wrong, you were friends with Elvis, too? Yeah, we are very, very good friends. We worked, I worked at the, the Hilton in Las Vegas uh, when Elvis was uh, there. I was working in the the lounge and you obviously in the main room of course my lounge seated 600 people but uh yeah we became real good friends and we did the first american beetle tour and the first uh american uh rolling stones tour wow and got to meet all those guys and uh yeah and and when we did the the beetle tour it was before love and feeling and and it seemed real teeny bopper because it, you know the young girls were screaming and crying and uh, you know when the Beatles were on when we were on they were just yelling we want the Beatles oh <laughs> 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 oh different thing but uh, but 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 later on we we realized that wow we had a front front row seat to history and so yeah we got that we uh, got to know a lot of the other artists and become friends with them. Who was, uh, I won't ask you who you didn't like, but out of, you know, those early days, I mean, it's fascinating. The Beatles and the Stones, you open on their first tours. That's amazing. But who are, who are some of your outside of Elvis couple of, like, did you get to know John and Paul or did you get to know, uh, you know, like Mick and Keith, uh, who were some of your favorites? Well, I got to know Keith real well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Matter of fact, I, I just went to a Stone show you know, a couple of three, four years ago and got to talk to Keith and, uh, it, well, everybody except uh, Mick was in another room mm-hmm. uh, doing some interviews and uh, got, to, got to talk and laugh about the old days and talked about an hour. And, uh, and yeah, John and Paul, we were all on the same plane, so they would come back and... Uh, we had a guitar player, a great blues guitar player, Barry Rolera, and uh, uh, George would come back and say, who's playing that guitar? And so uh, 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 he would sit down with Barry, and Barry would tell him a lot a lot of the tricks of how to do this and that. And uh, So, yeah, you, you, you know, it's, it's real interesting in this industry. If you meet, you know, if you run into... Uh, uh, Gary Puckett three times a year, you you feel like your old friends, you know. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of interesting, but 
because you don't really have a, an opportunity to hang out a lot. Yeah. But uh, you get to know them. I mean, Glenn, Glenn Campbell and Kenny Rogers, a lot. Those guys were real good friends of uh, of mine, and uh, we uh, traveled with both of them. And uh, um, yeah, I mean, and you know what, man? One on one, every one of those guys are wonderful people. They're just great guys. Very cool. I know you got to run. Everybody, make sure to check out Bill Medley. As I say, he is on tour tomorrow at the Riviera Theater in Buffalo, Marion Palace Theater in Marion, Ohio on the 6th, the Palace in Canton on the 7th, back in Massachusetts at the Lowell Memorial Auditorium on the 11th, and then nearby at uh, in Plymouth on the 12th. It goes on and on. Bill, a real treat to have you, you on. Me out. I'm getting you tired just talking <laughs> no, I'm about it. Tired. <laughs> yeah. no, All right, hey Bill, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Ah, uh, bless you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. This has been the Rick Tittle podcast on the Eight Side Network. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.